0: Support for Think Humanities is brought to you by Spalding University's Sina Jeter-Naslin, Karen Mann, Graduate School of Writing. Think Humanities, a podcast for people who love history, philosophy, culture, literature, civic dialogue, and the arts. Think Humanities from Kentucky Humanities, where we have been telling Kentucky's story for 51 years. Here's your host, Bill Goodman. We're days away from the 42nd Annual Kentucky Book Festival, and I have two very special guests uh, with me today uh, to talk about the book festival. Julie Clear has uh, been with Kentucky Humanities for a number of years as our special events coordinator and producer of uh, many events, but of the Kentucky Book Festival. And we'll ask Julie in just a moment to talk about uh, her preparation and what she's uh done for this book festival and Katerina Stoikova is our Mm -hmm. Kentucky Book Festival director who uh, joins us for the first time this year and um, we want to talk with her about this year's festival and what uh, all of us have put together and how excited we are to tell you uh, if you don't already know about uh, how important it is and how exciting it is uh, to come out to the Joseph Beth Booksellers in Lexington Green on October the 21st, and some events that will take place uh, the week of. So, ladies, let me first of all just say thank you very much for being here.
1: Thanks, Bill. Pleasure to be here.
0: Julie, um, uh, before we get into the the nuts and bolts of this year's festival, uh, you've been doing the, the book festival since uh, Kentucky Humanities uh, began to manage and produce the Kentucky Book Fair in Frankfurt uh, several years ago 2016 I believe it was and then uh, We moved from Frankfurt to Lexington and now to Lexington Green and Joseph uh, Beth booksellers Just give me a real brief kind of History of what you've seen and how you've seen it grow and I'll just have to tell you that today I was looking over some notes and some uh, papers that I pulled out of an old file And I saw that the attendance at one point uh, when I've been involved as long uh, since that time that that we began producing it, we had 1,500 attendees. It's grown a little bit since then.
2: It's grown just a little bit. Yeah. But I will say that we at Kentucky Humanities had the pleasure of taking an event that was already so strong in central Kentucky. It was run in Frankfurt for many, many years. We were thrilled to be a part of it, to watch it on its feet there. And then when we brought it to Lexington, we had the chance to even widen our scope in terms of the size of the event space. And now we here we are at Joseph Beth, which is a 45,000 square foot independent bookstore, which you just don't find anywhere. And it's absolutely stunning. So we hope anybody who's never been to Joseph Beth not only comes out for this event, but of course, anytime you want to visit one of the nicest booksellers in this area, in this region, you'll choose Joseph Beth. Now, having said that, they've been extremely patient with us because this is a huge event. We have over 150 authors and illustrators that join us. Plus, we're up to about 3,500 guests who come throughout the course of a single day. Don't let that scare you. Come on out, there's plenty of parking, there's lots of food, there's lots of fun, and of course there is a chance to meet authors who uh, you may already fancy or to find a new author that you haven't necessarily read before.
0: I know you get this uh, question uh, sometimes, as we all do, um, uh, running into people who've never been to a book fair or book festival, or maybe not even to a bookstore, when you get a question about what is a book festival How do you tell them about the Kentucky Book Festival?
2: Well I think I start with the more um, uh, emotional part of it, which is if you're a lover of literature, if you read no matter how old you are, you will absolutely find something that you like or can like at a book festival. Because there's a variety of genres, there are uh, authors who are children's authors, who are. uh, any number of historical fiction, non-fiction, you name it, we, we cover it all. So you don't have to worry that you're not going to find anything, first and foremost. It's not a party where you're going to show up and feel uncomfortable. And if you have children uh, who are just beginning to read, uh, your family reads together, we would love for you to bring the kids because in addition to the books that they're going to get exposed to, there are children's activities, there's a children's tent, there will be a magician, there will be face painting and so it's really festival-like and I know Katarina's going to talk about the aspects of this festival which are, we've just grown every year and she's added more to it and we've always had the opinion that there's so much more we can do and we listen to what our guests tell us at the end of each festival and we, we make better on it every year. So don't ever think that you can't find something to enjoy at the Kentucky Book Festival in particular because there is something for everybody.
0: Katerina, you um, coined a a, a phrase, a term, a word that we had not used before uh, when you uh, came to Kentucky Humanities to be our new Kentucky Book Festival director, and that is community. Uh, Before you define what uh, you mean by community at a Kentucky Book Festival, uh, give us a little bit of, of your background and uh, what you bring to Kentucky Humanities and the Kentucky Book Festival.
1: Well, thank you for this question. First and foremost, I'm a writer, I'm a poet, and I am a member of a literary community. And as such, I believe that I understand the writers. I understand the writing crowd. I'm also a publisher, so I understand that aspect of it as well. Also, I'm a reader, and I have attended the Kentucky Book Fair and then the Kentucky Book Festival over so many years um, in the capacities of an author, of a publisher, and a visitor, and a fan, huge fan. And now I have the unique perspective of being able (laughs) to see the nuts and the bolts and the details and all the moving parts. And I am in awe with what it takes and of this machinery, of this (laughs) spaceship, if you would, (laughs) um, you know, that is being assembled in the air by our amazing, hardworking team. And then Um, it's going to come to life at Festival Day. I want to say that I'm also in awe of our team and what kind of privilege it has been to get to know people at the office and to work with um, them. I hope it's not... (laughs) I have the mic, so I'm going to say that um, I have Loved getting to know and work with our executive director, Bill Goodman. And it's been really wonderful to see how you treat people. And I feel like I have learned a lot from you. And I'm learning every time when our event producer, Julie Clear, says anything, you know, about marketing and about event production and about also keeping composure. I have learned so much from working with our graphic designer, Karen Spivey, wonderful to get to know her. Um, also, Luke Newey, our administrative assistant, uh, Zoe Kaler. we can't do that without her and everybody else who has uh, contributed to making this possible.
0: Well, thanks for the kind remarks, and I know everyone else would um, want to say uh, thank you uh, for being the kind of person that you are and have uh, taken the reins in in coming in. Um, And back to that word that you used, um, we were uh, fortunate early on when um, a local writer named William Bowden, Bill Bowden, uh, chose uh, or was assigned by Keeneland Magazine to do a feature article on the Kentucky Book Festival, and that's never uh, happened before uh, in the history of the of the Book Festival in 42 years um, or in the uh, six or seven or eight years that we've been doing the Book Festival. And you used and described, and he picked it up, um, and it's been repeated a couple of times since then you used community uh, which we had not uh, heard used when describing a book festival what did you mean by or what do you mean by a community when you talk about a book festival
1: well the Kentucky Book Festival is an event um, organized by people for people we are a literary community and um, we rely on each other and also all writing is written in private but um shared in in public and um events such as ours are critical of bringing people together and i have noticed uh, that whenever i walk around the kentucky book festival I walk with my arms open because I always meet someone that I want to hug and I make new friends and I meet old ones. Uh, Writer, poet, Frank X. Walker, he says that it's like a family reunion.
0: Well that's a wonderful description and I think you're exactly right. Uh, I think we all feel like that uh, in between Working through the day, uh, there's still time for smiles and and um, and hugs and um, a feeling of of camaraderie and uh, that we are really um, we're doing something good. It's it's good work, isn't it, Julie? It's um, good work. So give us an outline, uh, Julie, if you will, of uh, uh, again for people who've either been there in the past or are coming for the first time. Uh, what can they expect? When they walk through the, the gate, when they walk through the door at Joseph Beth?
2: Sure. So on Saturday, the 21st of October, uh, we'll be at Joseph Beth Booksellers at Lexington Green, as Bill mentioned. Uh, when you first arrive, uh, you'll, you should know that the programming starts at 10 a.m. and it finishes at 5 p.m. So we hope that at any point during that day, you'll come out and visit. Um, there will be uh, plenty to do right from the get-go so you'll be met by our volunteers who are again back to community in the word community all of our volunteers come to us through this community in Lexington and beyond uh, and they want to make your experience as nice as possible so you'll be met by greeters and people who have all the information that you'd want to know when you step through the door of Joseph Beth. Um, we have three different areas of, com- of really high interest and in, That would be the main stage sponsored by the University of Kentucky. And that's where programming for, if you will, headliners and headline panels will exist. Then we also have the writer's room, which is sponsored by Spalding. And what's important there is that's a more intimate feel of panel discussions about everything from how to make a successful podcast to writing bilingual manuscripts, if you will. And that's always a great, more intimate setting Then you get into the author's signing gallery, which is on the lower level of Joseph Beth. For those of you who've never been to Joseph Beth before as I mentioned it's massive, but once you hit the escalators and go downstairs you will be experiencing the 150 plus authors and illustrators who are at their tables with their books ready to meet and greet you and sign and autograph and take pictures and it's really a great community experience of course but it's also a one-on-one chance to speak to someone who's written something that you love and you might want to get their autograph or their latest book and then discover new authors as well the last section that i'd like to talk about is actually on the outside of joseph beth and that's where the children's tent is in that tent you'll find 23 wonderful children's authors around that tent on the landing at what's called Lakeside Live outside of Lexington Green um, you're gonna find a a number of food trucks in addition to um, the activities that happen for kids and families and that goes on all day long including the opportunity for children 12 and under to receive a free book from that children's authors tent and Bill I know you'll agree that part of our mission uh, whenever we do something having to do with literacy with con- with under, under the Kentucky Humanities umbrella, we love it when we can give free books away to children, whether it's an author visit uh, and we will have author visits affiliated with um, the Kentucky Book Festival this year, but when you come on site for that Saturday event, we want families to bring their kids and let's give them a free book to walk away with. Um, we'll have Uh, volunteers that are dressed in in cat-in-the-hat hats and you can always find those folks and they'll have vouchers for children um, that they grab a book and take it to the register and it's theirs to take home and that really is an extension of our great sponsors that we have and I know you'll talk about sponsors in a little bit but the Kentucky Colonels and the Mayor's Office have been just invaluable to us in terms of this year's book giveaway we're very honored that they've grabbed onto something that we think is valuable and that we know the community thinks is valuable as well.
0: Well, I think that's one of the uh, important aspects of uh, of what uh, you just talked about and that is that uh, we are in um, reverence to the to the written word, to reading, to literacy, uh, to having as many children develop that habit as uh, as young as they possibly can. And we'll return and talk about uh, school days in just a, a few minutes, but that's also an important a program of the Kentucky Book Festival. Um, but let's, um, Katarina, let me turn to you and ask you to to talk about some of the authors uh, who will be in attendance. Um, and let me also ask you about uh, sometimes people don't understand, sometimes authors don't quite uh, uh, know the process that we go through in selecting the authors. And it's not so much that we select, but uh, I have to explain more than once when we have over 300 applications, and even in the enormity of Joseph Beth booksellers, uh, we put 150 authors in there, uh, we can't accept everybody. uh, So uh, we have to go through a process of of elimination. So uh, this year there are about 140, I I think, uh, roughly, instead of the 150. Uh, but that is give or uh, uh, take a few. Uh, why don't you tell us about uh, some of the, uh, the names uh, of, that will be there, and, and then some of the other authors that, I mean, I certainly already have my favorites, that you would just suggest that people uh, go by and say hello to and maybe buy their book, but just uh, engage in conversation with them about what they've spent a lot of time Uh, and a lot of lonely time uh, writing their book uh, for the last few years
1: Well what I would encourage the visitors of the Kentucky Book Festival is to walk through the whole author gallery because you may never have heard of a particular author, maybe that's the f- author's first book but that may end up being your favorite book or your favorite author and we select authors but we also select books we select great writing that we hope will meet um, its readers uh, face to face um, to to build community to build community that way Uh, We have authors who are local and beyond. Uh, We have people traveling from uh, places such as California and New York City and every other place in the country. Uh, A few local authors are Silas House, Crystal Wilkinson, Frank X. Walker um, and others. And we also have J.R. Ward, Uh, international best-selling author J.R. Ward we have uh, Stephen Bright on main stage with uh, CNN's Poppy Harlow Uh, we have Amrita Chakravorty Myers who will be on main stage also uh, with her book um, The Vice President's Black Wife The Untold Story of Julia Chin with conversation with Dr. Ricky Jones. We will have, um, A is for Afrilacha, take main, take main stage and center stage at the beginning of the festival to launch our events on main stage. And um, Frank X Walker with Up From Some Dirt will talk about their book A is for Afrilacha in conversation with Krista Wilkinson, and then I already mentioned um, Stephen Bright and Poppy Harlow. They will be on main stage at eleven o'clock, and at noon, J.R. Ward mm-hmm. will introduce to us her uh, young adult novel and will speak about um, other projects as well. At two p.m., we'll have memoirs on main stage. And um, several authors, such as Paul Putt- Paul Patton, um, that is Governor Patton, Erin Keene, Richard Taylor, Don Lane, and John Ball will be in conversation with Nana Lampton. And then at 3 p.m, Amrita Chakraborty Myers will speak about her book, the Vice President's Black Wife. <laughs> and then we'll and it's 4 p.m. the with the with a poetry reading okay i mean that is um, we believe that it's going to be fun event that the poets of Kentucky book festival will come and read a poem from their participating books
0: how many uh, poets uh, have confirmed
1: about 13 you know, everybody will come and uh, come up and read their uh, favorite poem, and we have the perfect MC for that event, and that is J.C. Mack. poet. And, and tell us about him, uh, Jude McPherson. He goes by J.C. Mac. He has been an uh, uh, Afrikaner poet. He is an Afrikaner poet, one of the very first ones, and uh, he um, he runs. Um, He runs an event at the Carnegie Center where he works, uh, and he's author of brilliant poetry himself.
0: At Spaulding University's low residency MFA program, creative writing students come to campus for an exciting week of learning each semester, followed by independent study from home that fits in with work and family life. Write prolifically, Explore across genres, gain editorial experience on a literary journal, and become part of a lifelong writing community. Writers thrive at Spalding's Naslin Mann Graduate School of Writing. Learn more at spaldingedu forward slash MFA or email schoolofwriting at spaulding.edu. Julie, why don't you go over a few other events. You mentioned uh, the, the writer's room. Um, and we're gonna, uh, I think, begin on Saturday. Uh, We try to stagger those as best we can and not have those competing with the main stage events. That's not always possible because of the number of events that we try to squeeze in during the day, but I think we're going to begin with uh, how to do a podcast, and that's important for a lot of people. Uh, There are so many authors who want to get their uh, work out there, and they don't really know how, Many of them are doing podcasts. This is sort of a how-to putting together a podcast on your own from your home with equipment that uh, doesn't necessarily have to cost a lot of money. Uh, Tell us about that one and then go through the day, if you will, please.
2: Sure. And I think you bring up a good point, Bill. You know, we're post-pandemic now, but so many things began to occur once the pandemic took us all inside of our homes that podcast listenership went through the roof, Netflix went through the roof, um, writing was still going through the roof, you know, I mean, a, a lot of great humanities type of uh, programs were still happening, even though the world itself was shut down. So, first and foremost, how to create a successful podcast, and one of the most successful uh, studio producers in Lexington is a gentleman by the name of Neil Kesterson, and Neil and Liza Holland, were going to talk about that at 10 a.m. in the writer's room. At 11, um, an interesting topic, is an MFA right for you? Which is, uh, we have the, the pleasure of having Kathleen Driscoll um, from Spaulding talking about that, a Masters of Fine Arts and, and Writing. Is that the right thing? A lot of people come to Katerina, come to Uville and say, man, I really like what I'm seeing here at the festival, and, oh, P.S., I'm a writer. How do I do it? So to go to a writer's room uh, session, And this is at 11 a.m. to get ideas about are you on the right path or is an MFA right for you? I think that's really important for our guests who are interested in that. Um, We swing back around at 1 o'clock and have writing about dogs. And that is a great topic because we have four or five authors who literally give voice to our furry friends, including Silas House. Bruce Cameron, Gwenda Bond, and James Kirby Easterling. I think that will be a hoot of a conversation, uh, but it'll also give you a different perspective on when you're writing and involving other non human characters. Um, then at two o'clock, we have writing nonfiction and historical fiction, and that's really a really great, meaty topic, both nonfiction and historical fiction to get your arms around. But we have Kim Wickens. Mimi Herman, Jeremy Popkin, John Wynn-Miller, they're in conversation with Brian Clardy, and I think that, again, will be one of those conversations that will bring a wide variety of opinion to it, but also keep the audience on their toes, because each one of these folks is just a superior writer, author, historian, background type of person. Um, And then we finish up at 3 o'clock with bilingual writing, and We have, in that panel, Alexandra Mendez speaking with Marta Miranda, and they'll be in conversation with Jeremy Payton. I will say at this point, Alexandra Mendez, who is coming in from outside of our region, she will be one of our um, school days on Friday the the 20th. She's going to visit um, the uh, Spanish Immersion Program at Bryan Station Middle School, where 365 students will receive her book, free of charge, written in Spanish. And it's one of those opportunities where a school who may not normally send a bunch of kids to the book festival has the experience of experiencing the book festival because we're taking our our author there. The other author who's gonna go out to Harrison Elementary on that Friday prior to the book festival is Meredith Steiner. And she will be talking to the first, second, third, and fourth graders of Harrison Elementary. And again, all of those children get a book as well. So we, we begin school days in the spring of the year, but when it comes to the fall, and we have programs left uh, that we, we, we bring in these uh, authors who are not normally here. We, trust me, we have great authors within Kentucky who just move that program along. Uh, we, we support 20 programs to schools who may or may not have the opportunity to have an author visit throughout the year. And we really have, and some of those authors you're going to see at the book festival as well, like Sean Pryor and Nancy Kelly Allen, who we rely on heavily to get out into those communities who may not always have the opportunity to have an author visit. So it's such a great program, and we're awful proud of it because it reaches exactly the future readers that we know um, once they're exposed to the authors and their great books. We hope they come back time and time again to their library, even if it's their school library or their local library, or to the Kentucky Book Festival. If they drag their parents out, we'd love to see them.
0: Well, we've said this in the office, and I've said it uh, to many people outside, uh, that our school days program is probably the least known of maybe all of our programs that we do, and I'm including our literacy program, our Kentucky Reads program, so many, even the Chautauqua program. Uh, The School Days program is uh, a program that allows these authors to go in. And as we said just a minute ago about people never coming into a bookstore, a lot of the underserved schools uh, have children that maybe don't, certainly don't have a bookstore in their hometown. They've never maybe been to Lexington to a bookstore or Louisville or Danville or Frankfurt. Um, so they are getting to meet and uh, talk with an author for the first time. The author reads to them or illustrates something from their book. Uh, they are then uh, personally signing each book to the kid. It's just a, a real warm and fuzzy uh, program that we operate, and uh, every time I go and visit, and I haven't done it this year, I did not did it in the spring, but I, I don't know if I'm going to get to do it uh, on Friday before the book festival. Um, I'd love to do it because it's just a great uh, atmosphere that we put those uh, authors in, and they love it too. In that panel of um, uh, a bilingual writing uh, too is uh, Martha Miranda, who is a force of nature uh, of on her own from Louisville. Was uh, the former uh, head of the cabinet uh, uh, for families and children in um, uh, in Frankfort uh, in Kentucky. Uh, has had uh, a number of nonprofit jobs uh, all over the state. Is just a, a wonderful uh, writer and and. Um, uh, Former executive director of some nonprofits, so she's a, a real uh, terrific personality, and I think too you mentioned as we kind of go through, uh, we've read a lot of the work, um, and you mentioned, and uh, it would be unfair to to select two or three, but uh, the panel that uh, our board chair Brian Clardy uh, of our board chair of Kentucky Humanities is going to conduct on research that it takes, um, you're going to have a, an example of one or two of some of the best researched uh, books uh, anywhere in the United States. Um, and uh, those, are, one is by Kim Wickens on the, the Horse Lexington. The other is by the, uh, and that's, that's non-fiction, and the other is John Win Miller's uh, fiction, historical fiction book um, uh, the uh, Pursuit of the Peggy C. And that's that's not the exact title, is it? It's not The Pursuit of the Peggy C. It's The, the Hunt. The Hunt for the Peggy C. Thanks, uh, Katerina. Uh, John Wynn's first book, it's a trilogy now. It's extraordinary in its detail and uh, facts and figures uh, that he had to do to put this uh, story together. So that discussion is going to be, if you're just starting out and need to know a little bit more about referencing uh, material and where to go for facts and that sort of thing. I just think there's a lot to offer there besides just having a, a fun time, a big time, a, a, a great day. And let's mention very quickly, Julie, if you will, the, the literary lunch, which we wanna mention because it's such an outstanding lineup, but people are going to, uh, listening to this podcast are gonna have to hurry to get a ticket.
2: Oh, uh, that's right, and you mentioned earlier that we do have events in advance of the Saturday, October 21st festival, um, and on Wednesday, the 18th of October, uh, we have a really great literary luncheon planned, and it includes Silas House, who is Kentucky's poet laureate, and he'll be in conversation with writer Patricia Hudson, poet Latonia Jones, and musician Sonora May. Um, you may know of Sonora May, uh, because she is the spouse of Tyler Childers. Uh, but this event is going to be at uh, Fasig Tipton, which is a remarkable place to hold an event because it is inside the city proper, but it's horse country. So it was it's a beautiful facility and um, our event is being catered by, of course, Weeda Michael and the Holly Hill Events team. And I think if you are interested, please don't hesitate to go online um, to our website where you can learn more about how you can purchase a ticket. Um, This event in particular is not a book as ticket event, but all the books will be available if you so choose to purchase them from the authors. Um, So that event is happening on that Wednesday, October the 18th. Um, the next event, pre-October the 21st, would be Books and Brews Trivia at Goodwood, and if you've never gathered your friends together and done literary trivia, now is your chance. Um, we have a staff member here at Kentucky Humanities, her name is Kathleen Poole, and her entire Arcadia Street comes together um, to make sure that they are the champions every year for trivia, and we have folks from... Uh, the publishing world who come out and then we have people who just like trivia and they give it a go and so that's always fun that's going to be at seven o'clock my niece is coming from
0: North Carolina to be on a team how about that? They're
2: going to throw it down there. Um, Great food to eat Um, while you're at Goodwood it's a blast of the place it's very relaxed and it's open to everybody so that happens on uh, the October the 19th at seven o'clock and then, of course, we talked about the Festival Day, which is on Saturday. Uh, but by all means, do check out our website uh, because uh, kybookfestival.org is going to give you a list of every author that's going to be participating. Um, you'll see all of the events listed. We'll show you the list of sponsors, which without our sponsors, this event cannot happen. Uh, we are just blessed. Uh, by the folks who have really come forward and said that this literary event, and it's the largest literary event in Kentucky, is really worth standing behind and standing up for. And um, I just think that uh, when, you, when you go to the website, you're gonna see a lot more information than we could even get into a singular podcast. But I hope you'll check us out. Katerina does a great job with uh, Facebook and Instagram. So if, you're, if you haven't followed us on those yet, Please do, because you're going to see some interesting, um, up-to-date, very quick information that comes out, and it's always, it's always good to keep up with us that way as well.
0: Katerina, I'll give you the, uh, the final word of uh, invitation to the, uh, the public, uh, uh, the listeners uh, of this podcast. I've always said, and, and will continue to say forever, I think, that I think it's, it's one of the best days that Kentucky has to offer anyone, uh, and that's uh, Book Festival Day. What would you add to that?
1: Come to see the books, have fun, tell your friends.
0: Thank you both, and uh, we will see you uh, leading up to October 21st, and by the way, Folks, Think Humanities, uh, and, and, and a as uh, Katerina mentioned, from Kentucky uh, Humanities, she walks through with her we arms and Kentucky's stories for hugs. For 51 uh, come minutes. up and say hello to us and introduce yourself and, uh, and, uh, tell us what you like and what you don't like and what you'd like Join to see changed for a and uh, new who you'd like to Think see uh, come to uh, uh, Lexington to be involved in the Kentucky Book Festival. Uh, give us an idea of what you're looking for and I promise you we'll do our best to give you as much time as we can on October the 21st. We'll see you then from 10 to 5 at Joseph Beth Booksellers. I hope you'll be there.